game on Sunday, man. You, I know you're nervous for the Rams, but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy, electricity. That place was rocking anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Bug fans were there, too. Beat Bug. Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron show of WDAE. Uh, Pat Donovan. And it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little clear. But we're joined by Pat It looks Donovan. like Stunna's hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like we got a little No, my, my uh, camera's broke. Howdy ho, howdy hey, how the hell are you? Biggest game day of the season. The biggest battle yet. The last battle, perhaps. It's backs up against the wall day. It's playoff football day. This is a playoff game. It's Tyler. My man says the same thing. Essentially a playoff game today. Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to be exact, each and every one of these games for the Buccaneers the rest of the season is a playoff game. We've come to that point. It's a little sad to think about. At 1.3 and 1, we sit here at 5 and 7, and we face potential danger this early into the season. But we could right the ship today, no pun intended. We could win today with their backs up against the wall. We could do big things today and reclaim first in the NFC South. We could do that. And some people are asking, how would we reclaim first? Atlanta's beat us. Wouldn't we be tied? Wouldn't the division record be tied? Well, that's the thing. The Bucks would have the edge over Atlanta in common opponent victories. So the Bucks would technically head the tiebreaker for today if they were to beat the Falcons because Bucks beat Minnesota, Atlanta lost to Minnesota. Bucks beat a couple of other teams as well, like the Titans that Atlanta lost to the Titans. So there are ways for the Bucks to get rolling, but they must win today. And if they win today, ladies and gentlemen, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be not in third, not in second, but in first place in the NFC South by the time 4.30 Eastern hits today. How beautiful would that be? Given all the struggles, given all the troubles, it would be quite incredible for the Bucks to be in first at day's end. I don't care about record. I don't care about path to how they got there. The standings are the standings. You got to win the games you got to win in order to get to the dance. It doesn't matter if your division's a little worse than others. If you get there, you get there. We've seen some of these teams make noise before. We've seen a very dangerous Arizona Cardinals team limp into the playoffs and make the Super Bowl. All right, we've seen a very dangerous 7-9 and nine Seattle team pull out some Marshawn Lynch magic to upset Drew Brees and company at their home. And then we've seen an under 500 Carolina team, I believe they were 7-8-1 and one to be exact, win this very same division about a decade or so ago and damn near run the table as well. So there have been examples of teams limping into the playoffs and doing some damage. And I don't want to hear, oh, we're just going to get killed round one no matter what. Says who? Says the hell who? Says the hell who? 
The Cowboys would be the, the opponent for the NFC South, most likely. So the Bucks got to win, man. We got to keep winning and winning and winning. And I don't want to hear about draft position. I don't want to hear about draft battle. Sure, we lose today. I'm all for it. Let's open up the mock books. I'm in. I'm in. We lose today. I'm 100% in and folding like a cheap suit the rest of the year. Because if we lose today, 8% chance at the playoffs. 8% measly chance at the playoffs. And that path would be complicated. You could still get there through the wild card. You could still get there through the NFC South, even with the loss today. But man, oh man, if the Bucs lose to Atlanta today, we'd be two full games back of him. But in reality, we'd be three back of him because then we lose the head-to-head tiebreaker overall as Atlanta would ultimately have two victories and we would have none. So that would put your five and eight bucks two games behind the seven and six Atlanta Falcons if we were to lose today. And at that point, four games left on the schedule, Green Bay and Jacksonville being two of them, we'd have to go four and oh. We'd have to go four and oh. And not only that, we'd have to have Atlanta lose three or four of their last four. So NFC South would be very unlikely, sadly, with the loss today. An NFC South, a third NFC South consecutive division title would be pretty much impossible with the loss today. Now, some might say wild card. Well, wild card starting to get so crowded and scary in there. You got Green Bay playing great football. You got Seattle with one more win than us. We do have the tiebreaker with Minnesota, but there's still a game up on us. The Rams are playing some good football, and the Cowboys pretty much all but locked up a wild card spot. So you're really looking at Seattle, Green Bay, the Rams, and Minnesota. They're all ahead of us for two wild card spots right now. So we got four teams ahead of us for just those two spots. And at the same token, we're technically tied with New Orleans for the wild card then as well. So you pretty much have a six-team battle for two wild card spots. If the Bucks lose today, I do not like our chances. I don't care if every other single wild card team loses today, which could happen. It could. The games on their schedules are very tough. Seattle's at San Fran. That that might not go well for them. Packers are at a tough Giants team tomorrow. DeVito and that team has been playing better on Monday Night Football. That is not a gimme win for the Packers. The Rams have a very tough opponent today, so they're at Baltimore. You know, these other six-win wildcard teams, they don't have the easiest to pass either. They don't have the biggest lanes of luxury either. That is why this game is so big. And my favorite Canadian, Mike D, steps in and says, biggest game of the year, and I'm a damn work meeting. What the hell are you doing in a work meeting on a Sunday, brother? You call that job and you tell him, hey, we got more important business to take care of. We got Bucks football on the line, playoffs on the line. You're scheduling meetings for Sunday. Maybe that's um, status quo in Canada. Not really sure on that. Maybe I'll start your business days a week early on Sundays. But damn it, that's uncalled for and against the NFL constitution that should be uh illegal because it's football sunday 
Why the hell would you want to be in a damn work meeting on a football Sunday? To me, that just bodes for disastrous outcomes. Whether we win or lose, you're going to miss some of it, baby. You don't want to miss any importance of potentially the last important game of the year. But good news for us, it's not going to be the last important game of the year. As Tyler has a great comment, plug for the Godwin Foundation auction. Go bid on some great items for a great cause. Thank you very much, Tyler. That is an incredible thing. Um, If you could post the link, Tyler, that'd be great. If not, I'll post it. I'm going to post it in the info anyways after this video. But a lot of good auctions and stuff are going on right now for a lot of great causes. The Godwin Foundation is having a lot of good game-used items, team-issued items, autographed items that they do for the holiday season. So I'll provide the link for that. Go check out some stuff if you're a Bucks fan and maybe win you some good stuff for a fun cause. Also this week, starting Tuesday, the Ed Block Courage Award auctions do open. Those monies and charitables go straight to NFL and funding of, um, you know, charities and stuff like that as well. That one is the Ed Block Courage Award auction. You could win an Antoine Winfield team issue jersey on there or a Vita Vea signed football over there. So I'll post both of those, the Godwin Foundation link and the Ed Block Courage Award Foundation link as well. It's actually a strike vote. Well, strike three, you're out, man. Go watch Bucks football. That's what I'm saying to do. Speaking of giveaways and whatnot, 12 days of Bucksmith starts today. Starts today. One caveat, we got to win. We win today. We start 12 days of Bucksmiths here on the Bucketeers, which is literally 12 straight days of giveaways. Those giveaways will consist of game-used items, autographed items, Ring of Honor induction coins, T-shirts for Christmas, Hanukkah long sleeve shirts. The list goes on and on. Signed mini helmets, jersey cards, rookie cards of all your favorite players. You could get on and on and on. Whoa, is Mike D's calling out Godwin's wife? Put the gag on Godwin's wife this week. Those are fighting words, Mike. Listen. Listen, I'm usually I'm usually all for the Missy keeping the lips uh, shut and letting the man do the work on the football field, right? But if there was ever a point in time for a wife to speak up, it was this time. I mean, Todd Bowles totally misquoted and uh, I don't know if it was on purpose on accident or what is Zach Johnson's tuned in live on Facebook thanks for joining us Zach we do have co-host JLo stepping in here shortly making his girl some breakfast this morning I know cats will be in here as well so we have the Calvary on the way but man Mike Evans Mike Evans, or uh, Chris Godwin, I'm sorry. Mike Evans, there's nothing to complain about. Um, Nothing to complain about Mike Evans. But Chris Godwin is going to be under the spotlight today for better or for worse. His wife, mm, 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 backed him into a corner. And he rebounded pretty well. But let's say this, Todd Bowles originally backed him into the corner by lying about his snap counts. Todd Bowles didn't share his snap counts justly. After the game last week, Todd Bowles said, hey, his production wasn't there because he's on a pitch count, which was a flat-out lie within itself. 
Godwin played more snaps last week than in at least three or four other games this season as well. So for the head coach to come out and say after the game, oh, this is why this player didn't get looks and touches is a little distasteful to that person's wife of over a decade long at this point when she knows a man in and out, in and out. Um, I live in Canada. What did she say do? She pretty much just blasted Todd Bowles. She pretty much just said, hey, this man's lying about Chris Godwin's playing time and snap count. J-Lo, welcome in, brother. How the hell are you doing? Uh, we talked about a couple great charities, the Chris Godwin Foundation that Chris Godwin and his wife run. They're giving away a lot of good stuff this year for the holiday season. So not giving away, but you got a bid on it. But everybody should go over to the Chris Godwin Foundation. Ed Block Courage Award. They're bidding on Antoine Winfield team issue jersey and Avita Veostein football. And then we got 12 days of Bucksmith starting if we win, which consists of autographs, cards, memorabilia, and so much more. Happy holiday season, brother. Welcome to the show. And uh, just your thoughts on all the giveaways and the Chris Godwin wife thing to catch you up to speed. I'll be right back. I'm going to get some items that we're giving away uh, here on camera live. I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, th thanks, Tones. Yeah, like uh, I think that's awesome. I think that's a great contribution, you know, definitely. And plus, you know, people bidding on it. You know, the Godwins have always been very active in the community on that stuff. I believe for Humane Society, if I'm not mistake, mistaken, for the animals, the dogs, and all that. And then, yes, the giveaways, people. If we get a dub, get it going, you know, you got to show your support, man. Follow us. Watch our stuff, you know. We got a good group of people on here when they can come on. Top Buck Football. You know, plus, you know. It's all about the butts life, man. You got to show your support for the team. Even if you don't live in the city of Tampa, you know, show your love and support for the team of the Bucks. Oh, there we go. What you got there, Tones? We got some good stuff. So um, here's some. Andrew joins us. Pit Bulls. He bowed him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we got some great stuff here. Here will be some of the stuff given away throughout the 12 days of Bucksmith. Bucketeers mini helmets will be given away. So be on the lookout for these. These are nice to get autographed. These are nice to display. And it helps out the pod for advertisement as well, putting those puppies up in the crib. So we appreciate that. But they are really nice. Um, they're made by Riddell. So top of the line company, top of the line mini helmet. Some of those will be given away. Neil says what it do. We're talking about 12 days of Bucksmiths right now, Neil. Showing some giveaway items. Siege the day. Defend the bay. There we go. Look some of these will be given away. How about this for your man cave? Uh, I'm sure the wifey will love it. Uh, uh. <laughs> but if not, the kids will love it as well. So we got some of those to give away. We got a lot of fun stuff to give away. We got this OG... As J-Lo has a creamsicle hat on, we got some OG creamsicle hats to give away from back in the day, the vintage. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bucko Bruce creamsicle hat. So, again, this stuff will all be given away for 12 days of Bucksmiths. If the Bucks win today, the giveaway starts tonight. 
if the Bucks lose today, I'm going to have to cool off a little bit and we'll see when the giveaway begins. But um, <laughs> other than that, we're going to show a couple more things here. JLo, these are really cool. No, these they're are, really nice. Look at these. Mike Elstott Ring of Honor commemorative coins. These were given away by the Bucks after Mike Elstott was inducted into our Ring of Honor. These are really, really nice pieces. Once again, thanks to Stunna as well for donate our great co-host Stunna has donated a lot of awesome stuff to be given away as he's been you know bucks 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 for 30 years now with his old ass so um you know he's been collecting some nice stuff as Edward Taylor says go bucks coins are nice yeah this one is incredibly nice and it even says the ring of honor date um Carolina versus Tampa October 4th 2015 Raymond James Stadium it even says Elstad's career accolades on the back and everything. So these are incredible. We're going to be giving away some of those throughout the 12 days of Bucksmiths. I mean, what other podcast goes and has this type of holiday season? You know what I'm saying? I do you want better? I do you want better, Tone? I'll throw in a Buccaneer flag. So you represent. There we go. Now j We got a flag in the mix. I know it's Jameis, but this is still cool stuff. We got a starting lineup Jameis action figure in the mix. Still in its case. Still in its case. Not even taken out of its case yet. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. I'll just show a couple more things. We appreciate J-Lo and his flag as well. Here's another Jameis action figure. Uh, uh, you know, you could win stuff like that. We got a couple more. Oh, these are cool. Too. These are, you know. These are pretty cool. I got it all upside down, but fire the cannons. So Ooh, there we go. That's vintage stuff right there. Vintage bucks. Exactly, bro. And we'll just show one more. Th like I said, I got. A, I feel like Santa right now. I got a whole trove of bag of giveaway stuff. But just gotta put that beard on, Tone. You're good to go, bro. Look at this, Jameis Winston autographed. Raymond James Stadium sign. It's signed by Jameis. You can see it there of him diving into the end zone, and it's a replica of the Raymond James Stadium scoreboard. How awesome is that? That is incredible autograph memorabilia right there. I mean, there's just going to be a ton of great stuff given away. Like I said, football cards, Bucks cards, uh, mini helmets. J-Lo's got that great flag. We got all this stuff. If the Bucks win today, it's going to trigger 12 days of Bucks and it's 12 straight days of giveaway. Thanks again to Stunna, J-Lo, and the rest of the guys for helping out. But what do you say about the 12 days of Bucks we got going on, J-Lo? Pretty cool opportunity for some Bucks fans out there to build their man caves or their she sheds for free. No, agreed. Even the dogs are excited. They heard the giveaways as well, and they said, let me get in. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's Hey, we're in the spirit of giving, man. That's that's what I'm talking about. You go, go in there and um, you know, give away stuff. I mean, I know there's Jameis fans out there, so I know somebody would love those. You know, for those action figures and the little stadium. One second, hold on. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. He's got some dogs to take care. His dogs are literally barking. What's that old saying? My dogs are barking, but. Inactives come out in nine minutes. The Bucks inactive reports for game day is Andrew David is joining us on Facebook as well. Howdy ho, howdy hey, how the hell are you? Um, Edward, 12 days of Bucks, miss. Yes, sir. 
you're not going to want to miss it. But JLo, we got good giveaways, man. And no, we do. Inactives come out in nine minutes. I don't want to give this game away today. If we got some big inactives, Vita Vea is going to be a big one to keep our eye on. Vita Vea, and then um, Terrell, he, he cleared concussion protocol, so he'll play on the Atlanta side. Jeff Okuda, that's another one I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, that way it creates more advantage. I expect Bethany that a guy win today. I think he's going to go off on this team. Legendary Jerry Bell cards. Remember good old Jerry Bell? These are some vintage Jerry Bell cards from 1986. So those are pretty cool jumbo-sized Jerry Bell cards will be given away. That's older than me. I was floating around somewhere. Look at these, man. These are nice. We got some good creamsicle um, warmers and holders. These look like they could hold a damn wine bottle if they need to be. We got some regular Bucks koozies, more. These are really cool, too. They say, hey, hey, Tampa Bay on them, like, you know, how um, the old days. Hey, hey, Tampa Bay. So just join us. This will be the last thing I show, I promise. I could keep showing stuff and keep showing stuff, but. Buck's little license plate thing. Oh, man. Now, focus on the game. It's fun talking giveaways. It's fun talking all that stuff. But, damn it, we got a game to focus on. And, J-Lo, I kind of dove in a little bit already and kind of said, this is it. This is it today. Today is a playoff game. Tyler commented that earlier as well. Today, all the marbles are on the line. If the Bucks win today... Their playoff percentages are more than a coin flip, which you got to love, and you control your own destiny. If the Bucks win today, they're 5-2, and two, or not 5-2. and two. I wish. <laughs> no, if the Bucks win today, they're 6-7, and seven, but they have a 5-2, 52% chance of making the playoffs with the win today. If they lose today, that number goes right below 8 at about a 7.8% chance to make the playoffs. And in theory, I was talking about how clogged and crowded the wild card situation is between the Rams with six wins, the Packers with six wins, Seattle with six wins. You have the Saints as well with five wins. So the wild card, Minnesota, wild card is going to be really crowded. If you lose today, you're almost, almost, almost in the back lane of traffic there, which ain't good. And then the NFC South would be damn near impossible to win if you lose today as you'd be two full games back and – You'd be 0-2 against Atlanta, so can never hold any sorts of tiebreakers against him. So essentially three games back, you'd have to win out and hope Atlanta loses out pretty much. I mean, you lose today, you're playing with fire. Today pretty much starts the 2023 Buccaneers playoffs, J-Lo. No, agreed. You know, we can look at the wildcard situation, but at the same time, you want the home field advantage, and this is a very beatable team. You know, if anything, we're evenly matched is what I like to say. You know, they're, they're in the same boat as us. They got to win to keep continuing. And this win would pretty much, to me, would secure a land spot for the division for sure because the Saints are bound too many injuries. And the Panthers, you know, the Panthers are done. We eliminated them last week, so that's a thumb up for us. We eliminated a team out of the playoff contention. Yeah, we were the first team this year to eliminate a team. How about that? I mean, come on. Let's get a little props here. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me if you ask me. But um, <clears throat> on a serious note, you know, you got to go in Atlanta. You got to take you gotta take away, you know, their home crowd. And, and we love playing Atlanta. You kidding me? 
I mean, who 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 does not love going to Atlanta and beating them in their house? We're pretty. We're good gonna fire that. the cannons today. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me, man. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm glad it's one o'clock, man. So that way we can enjoy some, heart, you know, a little heart attack type of game, you know. And I think we'll get this win. It's a very winnable game, you know. And I really don't want to have to have help from other teams to get in the playoffs. We control our own destiny. Take take the take take advantage while you can. And even without Vita Vea, God forbid, you know, next man up. You got to go with the next man up. And Atlanta's line is pretty beat up right now. They don't have the right tackle. He's out for the game. And I think one of the other linemen is pretty beat up. So, you know, like I said, this team wants to win. They don't want to just go out losing. Like I said, I know a lot of fans. What, what good does it do for guys like Baker and Mike Evans if they lose? You know, what good does it do? For a guy like Baker Mayfield, who's playing for his career right now to lose, what good does it do for a head coach like Todd Bowles, who's playing for his life in the NFL right now, to lose? None! No good! Absolutely none! And you freaking scrubs out there, wishing for higher draft picks, continue to raise my blood pressure and piss me off. And quite frankly, I don't care. You know, this says this. The, the numbers say this. I don't really care. Stuff you in a locker. Go back to math class and talk about stats and numbers. I'm trying to win a damn playoff game. I'm trying to get into the playoffs. I don't want to hear about you, 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 draft picks. You could get Lamar Jackson at pick 32 or Baker Mayfield at pick one. It's not about where you draft. It's about who you draft at the right place at the right time. I don't care if the Bucks are pick 28. I don't care if the Bucks are pick three. I really don't give a flying rat's ass. Quite frankly, I'm over the fans that care more about draft picks than winning. And I've seen people yesterday commenting on Twitter, oh, if the Falcons were going to sweep us in a year, let it be this year. Shut the hell up. Shut up. We're watching a team that's fighting for the playoffs right now. J-Lo, I don't know if this is pissing you off as much as me. I don't know if you agree with those knuckleheads, but somewhere, some way, our fan base I don't know if the Brady era spoiled us. I don't know if we got discombobulated along the way, but somewhere our fan base either got too spoiled and now a playoff berth isn't good enough for them, or they're just in la-la land and thinking, oh, we got to build a winning culture. If we get into the playoffs, we're in for the fourth straight year. And this time it would be without Brady. This time it would be without Bruce. This time it would be without Gronk. So what do you say in build a winning culture? Getting to the playoffs four straight years, including a year without Brady and two consecutive years without B.A. and Gronk. How is that not a winning culture? Am I seeing this wrong? Not at all. And, and honestly, truthfully, it doesn't surprise me. You got some Bucks fans base in there that don't, you know, that think they know it all and think that what's best for the team, like we all do as fans, and they want to go and be like, oh, just lose. But then you get the other side that wants to see wins. At the end of the day, we were the laughing stock of the NFL for a long time. And you think you think I want to go back to that? No. You got the talent to go in there, win some games, get in the playoffs, and try to build something off that. And mind you, how do you expect us to attract players to come here or attract any coach if you want, if you want and when balls goes, because I don't think he'll be here, but that's another story. Day, it's about the fan base, too, you know. You think the Bucks want to lose in front of the fans? No, they want to win for the fans. Like Guys like Mike Evans, God. Wait, we got some breaking news, J-Lo, and it's not good. 
It is not good, not good for the Buccaneers. According to Pewter Report, Vita Vea is ruled out today for today's game, ladies and gentlemen. The big man, number 50, Vita Vea has been ruled out for today's game. That is a huge, huge, huge loss in J-Lo. Our backs are up against the wall even more now than ever. Vita Vea, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's in. He is out for today. And you know what? So, even if he did play, I mean, do you really think we'll see him on the field for a long time? I mean, with a toe injury, he wouldn't get much playing time. He would just be in and out. You know what I mean? So either way, we were going to go in with the 50% Vita Vea. We don't know how he's going to play. You got to look at those things, you know? And here, here's the complete inactives list as inactives did just come out. Pretty hefty one for the Buccaneers. You got Jamel Dean, Devin White, Vita Vea, Keyshawn Vaughn, Keenan Isaac, my dude, Brandon Walton, and John Wolford. That is the Bucks inactives list today. So obviously, Jamel Dean and Devin White ruled out Friday. Those were two original blows. Vita Vea being the game time rule out has been a big blow. To this Bucks team, but you know what though, on the positive note, tones, we got Levante David back, which is huge. I think he'll be a better command on shut help shut down the run. But I think Sanat got elevated to the roster last night or yesterday, and you know I'm not saying he's beat Avea, but you know he does have some experience and knows the system on the D line. Like I said, I mean, don't and Dennis him- is coming back too, Cervantes, so. And can we agree to this, Tone, since we're on the subject of Vasquez Dennis? If this man plays good football today and next week, depending on Devin White's foot injury, I think Devin White goes to the bench. Even I mean, J.J. Both- Russell looked incredible last week. But, I mean, I know he'll be a reserve role still, but I thought J.J. Russell looked incredible. Oh, no. I mean, we'll see J.J. Russell in. I mean, Levante's going to have to come out here and there. And just because he's bad full participant, doesn't mean he's fully healed. Those groin injuries don't heal overnight, man. That takes time. I mean, I'm not saying Levante's not going to play good, but you know, but I also want to protect him as well and keep him from injuring as well. So at least we got J.J. Russell. What about K.J. Britt? Was he in at there too or no? No, he's ready to roll today. So we, okay. we, we do have a good linebacker help, but I will say this, J.Lo. Sure. <sighs> Kalijah Kansi is going to have to – he's had a great – year to this point but this is easily the biggest game of his career yet because Kalijah is going to have to now really help fill that hole and probably Logan Hall will shift in as a starting role and you're going to have Logan Hall up there Vita Vea up there and they're going to or not Vita Vea you're going to have Logan Hall up there you're going to have Kalijah Canty up there you're really going to have to shore the gaps with those two big fellas up front. Like you said, called up the De- DeAdrian Sanat. Mike Green is back at least, so that's nice. You know, he's been out the past couple of weeks. Oh, so he's playing too, Mike Green? Yep, yep that's a big one. And we do have Will Golston in a reserve role as well. So, J-Lo, we don't have the terrible depth. Um, it's not the worst depth in the world. No, it's not. I mean, yeah, I mean, Vita Vea is a huge loss. You know what I mean? I'm not saying his injury is, you know, significant. But at the end of the day, though, nets man up. I mean, this is what it's all about, man. Vita Vea's been a damn trooper all year. He's been battling all kinds of injuries. Pectoral, groin, toe, 
I mean, sooner or later, you're going to have to rest him on one of the games. And, and sadly, it had to be the Falcons game. But you know what? I'd rather have him sit out this game than come back. And to weird. answer Mike's question, he's out with a foot injury, Mike. Vita's out with a foot injury. I thought it was a toe. Well, same thing. Toe, foot. Toe, foot. I think it's part of the same reel. And in terms okay. of his injury. Mm-hmm. Nah. But at the end of the day, I mean, the one thing I'm excited for, I'm excited to have Levante David back in the lineup. I think Levante David will help, you know, help control the flow of the game on the defensive side of the ball, you know, because and then and then you got J.J. Russell who can come in there, you know, here and there, you know, and and you know what, they could pick his brain. Dennis and J.J. Russell could be the future, maybe even K.J. Bray if he stays healthy. It just depends. And Gabriel says, let's go, Bucks. No Vita Vea. Wow. That's what we're kind of talking about right now. Vita going down. Linebackers on the way back, though, as J-Lo's saying. We got a lot of young pups in the linebacker core ready to roll. I mean, we got to see what the future has, right? We got to know what we have in these guys. And plus, and plus you know, um, you never know. Maybe bold might create packages to put to put um, William Golston in the middle to kind of help take on the double teams. You know, he's a big guy. Or even Logan Hall. I mean, there's other packages I know both prepared for. I know, I know if he's a real good defensive-minded coach, I know he created some other, you know, other roles for players in Vita Vea's, you know, absence. So you know, you gotta look at those things. And then plus, you know, you're gonna have. I think Zayma Collins gonna step up today. And then I think Carlton's gonna be all over Drake London today, like White on Rice, shut him down. But the major scary thing that worries me is not the running game. It's their two tight end set with Johnny Smith and Kyle Pitts. Mm. That's going to be the biggest test, in my opinion, on the deep side of the ball. I think we'll take care of business and hold the fort down on the run game, even though without Vita Vea. But I want to see a good coverage scheme and all that stuff. Here's what's nice for the Bucks: The Falcons have five starters inactive because of injury today. The Falcons have linebacker Nate Landman inactive with an injury today. D-lineman David Onyemata inactive with an injury today he's been one of the better d linemen in the world of football right tackle Caleb McGarry is inactive today cornerback Jeff Okuda is inactive center Drew Dahlman inactive d lineman Joe Gaziano inactive and QB Logan Woodside inactive so five starters down for Atlanta today that's big that's big I know Vita Vey is out I know Vita Vey is out, but Atlanta having five starters out, and both teams are going to be a little short-handed here today, Jay. Though really, still not an excuse for the Bucks not to win this game, even though we are without Vita. Now you did say Jeff Okuda's out, right? He's not playing. He's out. Okay, that's the one to look at on the opposite of the ball. It's our receiving core. I'm telling you, Godwin's been getting a lot of criticism the last couple of games, especially with this whole miscommunication with Bowles and the offensive side of the ball. So that's what I'm looking forward to see today on the opposite of the ball is Chris Godwin, I think. And he loves going to Atlanta and tearing them up. You know, that's like his his um his, that's his G spot for real. If you want to be for real, he likes going to Atlanta and lighting them up. So this is the time. And I yeah. think that Edward says Carlton Davis needs to step up big. I think this is a perfect Carlton does great against these type of receivers, right? We've seen him last week have an incredible game against Adam Thielen. We've seen him put up a pretty good performance a week before against a guy like Michael Pittman in the Colts, who these bigger receivers, he does a good job against him. He, he's a physical corner and he gets physical with the bigger receivers. 
that's why I think he'll do pretty good with the uh, Pitts or, or either London or Pitts today, whoever he's lined up on at times. I think he's going to have a good showing today because no. I – I think um, these are his type of receivers to line up on. I think these are Carlton's strengths. So, Edward, I think Carlton will step up today. I really do. No, I think he will. You know, I think he's starting to come around a little bit the last couple of games. I know I was pretty harsh on him, you know, with between the Houston game and then what's the other game, the Colts game. But for the most part, I mean, I think he's coming around. I mean, I think he's starting to play at his best level. And I got to keep remembering, he was battling a hip injury, too. So, like I said, when you battle injuries like that, you don't play at your best. So, like I said, I mean, this is going to be an Ely match game, if you ask me, injury-wise. And, you know, and by the way both teams play, I mean, this can go either way. To me, it could come down to a field goal, if you ask me. Hopefully, hopefully he ain't the Falcons again. Hopefully, it'll be us getting that field goal. As we do have half of JLo's mini me's on screen as well, being a special yeah. guest. So she's making an appearance this morning. I, I'm sure she has the Bucks um winning this one. That's why she's on camera. So Yeah, she she hates missing at you, you know. So I can't keep her from the camera too long. So she, but... she's just working on the pod uh for the future. She's gonna be the Bucks pod caster a couple decades down the road from now. She's getting her training in right now. She's getting all the knowledge she needs. Oh, yeah. But realistically, man, it's just incredible to talk Bucks ball one way or another. We're still here for about another 21 minutes or so on breakfast with the Bucketeers. J-Lo, Tampa Tones here taking you through all the big Bucks news and breakdowns for today's game. As we said, Vita Vea is out today. You guys know by now, Jamel Dean and Devin White out as well for today's game. So a couple of big blows defensively. But J-Lo, we're going to go through right now the world of the NFL. Let me cue the music and we're going to give our predictions or who we think will win today's games and tomorrow's games. And friendly reminder, folks, we're going to play some music. That doesn't mean we're exiting the building. We're just playing music for this segment. And another thing for tomorrow, Monday Night Football, we got a doubleheader. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Doubleheader tomorrow. Doubleheader this late in the year on Monday Night Football. Going to be incredible. Here we go. Maybe not incredible, but we'll get into those (laughs) games and all the games. J-Lo and Tampa Tones taking you around the NFL here with our NFL score predictions for this one. Or not score predictions, but just matchup predictions. J-Lo. Houston, given three and a half points on the road to the Jets today. Jets at home, three and a half point underdogs. Who you like there? Texans, man. They're on fire. Jets are falling down, the, falling down the hill, man. Yeah, give me the Texans there as well. Jets are kind of falling out of things. But I do like the Jets to cover. I like the Texans to win, but I like the Jets to cover that three and a half. I think Zach Wilson, the mama man, we'll call him. Um, it comes back in today and proves that, hey, yeah, I'm not a starter, but I could be a backup in this league. And I think Zach Wilson helps prove that today. Jaguars, Browns, 1 o'clock Eastern. Trevor Lawrence is active today. Trevor Lawrence is starting for the Jaguars. Do you like Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville or do you like Joe Flacco in the Cleveland Browns? Browns are minus two at home. To me, this is a trap game. I think the Browns will upset the Jaguars and beat them at home. I think they're going to take advantage of Trevor Lawrence's injury and make him run to where they're going to have to pull him. 
And the Jags didn't look good with or without Lawrence last week as the Bengals and Browning kind of smacked them around a little bit. Speaking of smack around, 1 o'clock Eastern, NFC South. You know these games are always a back-and-forth smack attack. The one-win Panthers with interim head coach head to New Orleans. The Saints are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like there, Jayla? As much as I hate the Saints with a passion, they're going to end up getting the dub today. Because after watching Carolina, they get they put up a good fight, but I don't see them. I don't see them winning this game. I think they'll keep it close for sure and put the scare of them. But this will probably be New Orleans' last win of the year. This, I agree. I think uh, New Orleans wins a close one. I think it's only going to be you know a three or four point game. I think saints ultimately win but i think carolina covers this one carolina looked like they played a little better last week i think chuba hubbard gives them a little bit more of a spark than miles sanders does and that pains me to say because i'm a penn stater and i love sanders but him and carolina just aren't a match give me carolina to cover new orleans to win a close one there this is one of the games of the day jayla one o'clock eastern time you got the surgeon rams they're in a wild card spot right now Getting seven and a half on the road. That's a lot of points. Seven and a half points in Baltimore. I know it is a long travel west coast to east coast. Could be part of the reasoning. But Rams getting seven and a half on the road against Baltimore. One o'clock Eastern. Who do you like there? I like the Ravens at home. You know, their offense has been really taking off. And the Rams are like on and off team. And I still see them going to Baltimore and upsetting them. There's no way. Yeah, I like the Ravens to win this one, and I think they cover the spread. I think they're going to beat the Rams pretty good here today. I think they win by at least eight points, and as nice as the Rams have been lately, Baltimore is kind of on the next level in terms of competitive nature and how effective of a football team they are. So give me the Ravens to not only win, but to cover the seven and a half. One o'clock Eastern, a lot of good matchups today. Maybe not, you know, great games, but good matchups, I will say. Detroit on the road. At Chicago, 1 o'clock Eastern, the rivalry renewed. The Bears are getting three points at home in that one, J-Lo. Who do you like on that one? The fighting Dan Campbells or the staying alive Matt Eberfuss? I see the fighting Matt Campbells, man. Detroit's a very much better football team, even though they almost let New Orleans come back last week. But I let Detroit on the road in Chicago. Maybe not blow them out, but definitely keep it close. And I think they'll pull out a win there. I like the Lions today as well, and I like their money line and their spread as well. I think Lions show up today. I think they play well today. I think they want revenge for that game they almost blew against the Bears a couple of weeks back. Is James Rube, right? The Godfather's in the house. Good morning, Godfather. man. Godfather. Godfather. Good morning, man. Your house looks great for Christmas, by the way. Love it, love it, love it. And we're talking about your Bears game, so you join at the perfect time. Sadly, I do think Detroit ends up edging him out today. I do think it's a close game. I don't know if it's going to be that three-point game that the spread's indicating. I think Detroit wins by six or seven in a close one in Chicago. I don't think this game ever gets to the point of a blowout. I don't think it even gets ever to the point of Detroit winning comfortably. But I do think Detroit wins ultimately when it's all said and done here. One of the games of the day again, JLo, and this one is huge. I know, I know. I'm sorry, Godfather. I'm sorry, you know, Godfather. You know, I, I'm rooting for the Bears because Lions have really been pissing me off lately. But 
man, one of those things where, you know, I, it'll be a close game. It'll be a close game. Colts at Bengals, 1 o'clock Eastern. Colts getting two and a half on the road. This could be a playoff preview. This one's a fun one. Bengals are banged up. Obviously, no Joe Burrow. T. Higgins has been in and out all year. And the Colts have mega, mega, min, min, Minshew in this one. Who do you like, J-Lo? Colts getting two and a half on the road. No, I think I think at the moment, I think this will be a really close game. But I actually like the Colts on the road, man. They've been playing some pretty strong football. And the Bengals, even though they got a big win last week against Jacksonville on the road, but I just, you know, I just see the Colts, you know, being the better team just because Vernon Minshew's been in a lot longer than Jay Browning, and he's been playing some pretty good teams tough. So I like Colts on the, I like Colts on the road. One of our favorite Canadians, Steppen Peppins, and Bucks will win 24-17. That's incredible. But Steppen Peppin, I don't know if you've heard, Vita Vea is out today. If you've missed that news, Colts, I like the Colts today as well. I think Colts win by two to three points today. I think they pull out an ugly close win, not an ugly win in terms of playing, but an ugly win in terms of the score. I could see this thing being like 19 or 18, something weird as hell for some reason. I'm not really sure why. I do think the Colts end up pulling this victory out straight up. And I like their money line a lot in this one. I don't think I need the two and a half points with the Colts I think I would take their money line if you put 10 on the Colts to win straight up you'd get 12 if they do win so I like the Colts in that one now we get to the four o'clock slate we have four fun four o'clock games JLo. these are probably this is probably the best four o'clock slate I've seen especially with bye weeks this week we do have the last round of bye weeks this week as the commanders are on a bye and the Cardinals are on a bye so you know it's been in and out. Sometimes you get two, three o'clock games. Sometimes you get four or five of them. Today we have four fun ones, starting with Seattle at San Fran, 405 Eastern. Geno Smith is questionable. Drew Locke would start if Geno Smith can't go. That spread is ballooned up to 13 and a half. San Fran's laying 13 and a half. They ain't lying. That's about right. Niners at home all day. Seattle's just too beat up right now. The football team, even though they get the Cowboys a good game, but with Geno Smith not being 100% against that Niners defense, I say I say it's pretty accurate. I think they'll get. I think they'll lose by a couple scores today, unfortunately. And the Bucks will be rooting for San Fran in that one as well, as we're competing with Seattle in a wild card spot battle right now as well. Because Bucks could still make the playoffs without winning the division, so it, it'll have to have help though. And that help starts today. I think San Fran steamrolls Pete the Cheat Carroll in Seattle. I think San Fran beats him by 30. I, I'm going to go with 41 to 13 final Ooh. score over there. I think it's an absolute massacre. I mean, look at what they did to him Thanksgiving night. They carved him up like it was Traducket out there. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It was like, hey, folks, but whatever. Another game where the Bucks could use help, J-Lo. 405 Eastern, Minnesota Vikings, a three-point favorite on the road against the Raiders. And again, Bucks fans, I know – we want to take care of our own business, but this is why ever since week one, JLo, and people say it's too early in the year to do that. Once week one kickoff hits, I root against every single NFC team possible because it could boil down to a half game or a full game, whatever the hell it might be. And today we see that on display when Minnesota travels to the Raiders. Give me the Raiders in this one. I think Antonio Pierce has the boys ready to play. And I, I like the three points at home. They're getting three at home. 
I'm not really sure why. Give me the Raiders here with the three. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover certainly. I like the Raiders with the I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders will be at home, a lot of motivation behind the fans. Even though Jetta's back for the Vikings, but the Vikings are starting to show the true colors again of why they're all tough. they were all tough at start at the beginning of the year. So give me the Raiders at home. Yeah, next 425 Eastern game. Man, this slate is just loaded. You got Denver at Chargers. I call this an elimination game. Technically not one, but whoever loses this one would have really, 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 really significant troubles trying to find their way into January and February football. J-Lo, who do you like here? Denver giving three on the road against, or no, getting three. I'm sorry, Denver is getting three on the road against the Chargers. I like the Chargers at home. Denver was all, Denver had a good little win streak and asked for a ride, but the ride's over, Russell. You are going to drop this game to the Chargers because the little Mac is on fire. The man has 15 stats already. 15. He might get 22. I'm telling you, the Chargers, you know, they got the D. They used to have, they used to have bad luck on, on, on games, man. But I think this will be a win for them at home, beating the Broncos. I agree with everything you said besides... The Chargers winning. I think Staley finds a way to blow it again. I think he's going to be one of the first coaches fired come Black Monday, the notorious day after week 18 of the NFL season, where a lot of these coaches get third prized. I'm not considering Carolina and Oakland because they already made coaching changes, right? So I'm taking them out of it, Oakland and Carolina. But I think Chargers coach is the first to be fired on Black Monday. Give me Denver, not by a lot. And a very ugly one. And that punchable face of Sean Payton's lives another week. Buffalo at Kansas City. The Bills are getting one and a half. Weirdly, I'm taking the Bills in this one. I think think they got something to prove here. And I think Kansas City, in a weird way, not that they're not going to play hard, but they know they already have that division. And they, they don't really have a ton of weapons out there. They're a little banged up. Isaiah Pacheco's out in this one. Give me Buffalo getting the one and a half points. I agree. I let, I let Buffalo on the road. I, let, I think Buffalo's going to go into Kansas City and, and, and take a close one from them. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that, um, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Let me... Uh, we got some spammer trying to spam his Bucks content in here. It's like, get the heck out of here. Uh, Frickin' spam piece of crap. Block party. Yep, block. blocking that dude. It's like, this guy. Everyone, no one paid attention to that dude. But nonetheless, we're almost through here. Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday night football tonight. Man. 8.20 Eastern. What a game. Dallas is actually minus three and a half. Um, give me Dallas minus three and a half against the Eagles. And Stepin Peppin said I'm getting message. Yeah, we blocked him. Just block him. I'm not sure who that is. Um, you know, like J Lo says, block party time. Sometimes you gotta lay down the block hammer. It's a party, it's a party. Go ahead, J Lo, uh oh. Cowboys Eagles. Oh, this is a tough one, man. That's gonna be a fun treat tonight. But I say give me Dallas at home. I think Dallas takes it from Philly. I think Philly's gonna get that nasty loss. That nasty loss so stuck in their mouth tonight. You know, after getting pounded by the Niners at home. I like Dallas at home. 
I think Mike McCarthy wins a big game here. I think he's a very good coach, and I think he gets a lot of hate for a lot of unnecessary reasons. I think McCarthy's honestly one of the better coaches in the NFL. I know I'd get a lot of flack for saying that, but I don't really care. I think I got the stats and arguments to back that up. Look at Aaron Rodgers without McCarthy. Nothing. That guy's done nothing without Mike McCarthy. Then McCarthy goes to the Dallas Cowboys and has him as not only perennial playoff appearances, but they're always at the top of the NFC nowadays. His biggest caveat is choking in the playoffs. Today's not a playoff game. Give me the Cowboys in this non-playoff game, laying the three and a half points at home against the Eagles. I think it's a great day to be a Cowboys fan. Titans, Dolphins, tomorrow night, 8.15 Eastern time. Titans are getting... Not 10 points, not 11 points, not 12 points, not 13 points, but 14. Titans are two touchdown underdogs on the road, 8-15 tomorrow night on a Monday night football week 14 doubleheader. The Sports Illustrated Zone, J.C. Allen in the house. Let's See, let me go. talk to you. Let me talk to you. Let's fucking go, J.C. What say you? I, I like the Titans getting the 14. I think Miami wins by 10 to 13 range, but... You know, that's a lot of points, and I think Derrick Henry runs wild tomorrow. Give me the Titans to cover, but the Dolphins to win. In the lights of Vince McMahon, no chance in hell the Titans are going to beat the Dolphins on the road. And I, I let that line, too, losing by two scores, easy. Miami's, Miami was just too speed, too fast for them. Pa- Packers at Giants, same time tomorrow. I hate how these games start at the same time. At least put them an hour apart, right? Well, we got two 8-15 kickoffs tomorrow. Packers minus six and a half on the road against the Giants. Give me the Giants to win straight up here. I think they upset Green Bay tomorrow. Brian Dable is still a very good coach. Don't get me wrong. Packers have been playing incredible football. But going into New York on a Monday night when Brian Dable's on a hot seat, I think he's going to have his guys ready to play. I think Tommy DeVito's been playing some really good football. And I think Saquon Barkley wants to continue to prove why he's the next running back that earns that big payday. Give me the Giants not only to cover tomorrow, but give me them to win straight up tomorrow, Jayla. Couldn't agree more. There's another trap game for the Packers. Everybody's hyping them up. Oh, the Packers are fast. They're red hot. Not tomorrow night, folks. He's going to go into New York and get beat by Brian Dable, DeVito, and the Giants. DeVito, not Dandy DeVito, but Tommy DeVito. Before we get to our ending segments, we do have our Bucks bet segment where we go through some Bucks prop bets that we do like today, J-Lo. We're going to fly through this one kind of. I know we're approaching the hour, and we're almost an hour till kickoff, so we got some shenanigans to encounter and take care of. But if you're a better man and you had a guess, a touchdown score on the Bucks today, who would you bet out of the following? I, I'm considering these guys as the quote-unquote long shot guys. Would you bet on Sean Tucker at 20-1 to 1 odds? So if you put $1 on Sean Tucker to score a touchdown and he wins, you win 20. David Moore at 16-1. to 1. Co'Keefe at 15-1. to 1. Out of those three extra long shots, who do you like the most to score a touchdown? Sean Tucker, David Moore, Co'Keefe. That's such a tough one. I had to bet, I'd say David Moore. I just haven't seen much of Sean Tucker this season since earlier. And Cole Keith, you know, better not to throw him the ball. <laughs> He's just a blocking tight end or a blocking fullback, whatever you want to call him. So give me David Moore on that bet. 
Yeah, I, I guess I'll go with Coquif just because I could see, you know, him being in a fullback spot and then maybe doing a play action. You know, when you're on the two-yard line and you do the fake big bunch and play action rollout, I, I was there against Cleveland last year. I could see that happening, like you said. I can't see an actual developed pass play designed for Co and Sean Tucker's pretty much non-existent out there. So give me that. Now I consider these the middle of the pack guys, JLo. Out of the middle of the pack guys, who would you bet to score a touchdown here? Devin Tompkins at 950 to one odds. So if you put a dollar on it, you'd win nine dollars and fifty cents. Payne Durham at ten to one odds. Chase Edmonds at six to one odds. Or Baker Mayfield to rush one in. At 6.5 to 1 odds. Baker Mayfield, Chase Edmonds, Payne Durham, or Devin Tompkins. Who do you got in that mid-level range for this Bucks team to score a touchdown? I say Payne Durham. He's a touchdown machine in the red zone in college. Give me Payne Durham. I, you know, right now in the red zone, they got to create all kinds of plays, whatever it takes to get in that end up for 7. So give me Payne Durham. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Devin Tompkins is kind of going to have to get – not lucky, but, you know, either a return or a long reception or a screenplay to get into the end zone to me. Chase Edmonds, I feel like we use Rashad White a ton at the goal line, so I feel like it's not really looking great for Chase Edmonds. And Baker, uh, I could see him running it in maybe, but, um, you know, after getting hurt at the one-yard line against the Colts, I feel like they're not going to design that play as much. No. I'll take Payne Durham as well there. I, I guess I like the tight ends today. Coquif and Payne Durham. JLo, we got two guys. Before we get to the big three, we got two guys in the moderate range. Trey Palmer, 3.1 odds to score a touchdown. If you bet a dollar, you'd win $3.10. Or K-Dot in 325. If you bet a dollar, you'd win 325. Who do you like out of Trey Palmer, K-Dot? I say give me K-Dot. I think Kadon has become a safety blanket for Baker Mayfield when you can't get the ball to Mike, Chris, or Rashad. I say give me give me Kadon definitely. I'll take him over Palmer. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Kadon as well. And um, I well actually, just because I picked two tight ends already, I'm gonna go with um Trey Palmer. Right? I, I don't think it's gonna be the Bucks three tight ends scoring today. So give me Trey Palmer to get into the end zone today. He should have had a Touchdown a couple weeks back, but he did drop one. I know K. Dotton did as well. But out of the big three, J. Lo, who do you like to score out of the big three? Rashad White, Mike Evans, or Chris Godwin? Godwin has the least odds at plus 190 to one. Mike Evans is plus 104 to one. And Rashad White is straight even. If you bet 10 on Rashad, you'd win 10. So out of the big three, who do you like? I like Rashad White, man. He's been on fire. I think Godwin will go off today in yardage and catches, but touchdown wide, give me Rashad White. Yeah, I agree with that. Give me Rashad White as well. As um, I like Rashad to score up the middle. Should be an easy one for him to score. Not easy, but you know how it goes. Um, Run behind the ginger, toothless wonder. Exactly. Cody Mock, see what he's made of today and um, see if he could do something. But yeah, give me Rashad White there as well. I would say Godwin, but hard to trust him right now, given the, you know, little usage he does have. So moving forward, player passing and rushing. Baker Mayfield over 246 and a half combined yards 
do you think Baker gets there? That's a tough one. I think we're gonna be able to run the ball well today. So I go. I sit under. I, I don't think he throws for that many yards. I think he'll throw maybe two twenty. I think we'll be able to rush the ball and bounce the offense pretty well today. If you ask me. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I think Baker. I don't know. Two forty-six and a half against the quote-unquote tough Falcons defense. This is a tough one for me. I'm gonna go over though. Um, between passing and rushing, I think the Bucks will actually try and have an up-tempo offense today with the Godwins of the world being more involved. Give me over 246.5 in that one. Player receiving yards, Mike Evans over 69.5. Or No, I'm sorry, over 76.5, J-Lo. Do you think Evans gets there? Over 76.5 yards. Definitely. I actually placed that bet early in the week, and they have him at 74. So, yes, I think Mike will definitely still be on fire. I think Baker's going to throw all over this Falcon defense with the depleted D-line they got going on. Yeah, I think so as well. I think that's a um, good point there as well. So, we'll see if he's able to get it going over there. I agree with you on Evans, though. Godwin, 50-and-a-half receiving yards. That's a tough number for Godwin the way he's been playing lately. Yeah, with zero receptions last week, but I let Godwin to get over 50 yards. I think he's going to spread the ball really well today. You know, give me 50, over 50 for sure. I think so. I think Godwin's going to have to get over 50 today if they want a chance here as, um, you know, it's an important one for the Bucs. It's an important one for Godwin to get back on track. I think the Bucs are going to need him to get back on track today, and I think that's why – they end up having a big game eternally, all of the offense. And that's why I think Godwin gets over the 50 and a half. Moving on to Kate Otten, 26 and a half receiving yards. Or, I'm sorry, 25 and a half receiving yards, J-Lo. Yes or no for Kate Otten? I say over. I think Kate Otten's going to get some touches today. You know, some games he shows up and some games he kind of, you know, making a little couple catches. But Kate Otten's coming on, so give me Kate Otten over 25. I agree there. Trey Palmer, 27 and a half today. Seven and a half? That's a bit? 27 and a half. Oh, my same. <laughs> I say. Go, I say over. I think Palmer's going to get a little over 27. I, I like that odds. I agree there as well. It just takes one catch from the young man to get that, right? Rashad White, over 91 and a half total receiving and rushing yards. It's nice to see his number keep going up and up and up a little bit. Over time, um, and now it's at 91 and a half over receiving and rushing combined. I like this number a lot for today for Rashad White. No, I agree. I, I, I definitely would. I would definitely take that bet. He's been playing really good football the last three or four games. So I say yes. I think, and matter of fact, if you look at, like I say, if you look at Leonard's D line, they're beat up. You know, Amada's out, and then Grady Jackson got hurt early in the year. This could be a big day for us rushing the ball and balancing the offense. So, yeah, give him a shot white for that. Yeah, I, I like that as well. Um, let me see here. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I, I like the Rashad White over. I don't know how you could go against that today. Um, the way he's been playing, he's been one of our better pieces, not only on offense but on the team in general the past month or so. Give me Rashad White over 91 and a half total receiving and rushing yards. 
Chase McLaughlin over under six and a half points kicking. Do you like that bet? Would you take Chase over six and a half? That's two field goals and an extra point or four extra points and a field goal. Easy, easy, easy bet. Absolutely over. I like that as well. I'd go over for Chase's. I think we're going to have to not settle for field goals today, but take some field goals and take the points at times today as it will be a battle for points. Antoine Winfield Jr., who would you like? Who would you take most out of these tackles over tackles? Would you take Levante David to get more than eight and a half tackles? Carlton Davis to take over three and a half tackles? Zion McCollum to make over four and a half tackles? Or Antoine Winfield to make over six and a half tackles? Give me Antoine Winfield Jr., six and a half tackles. I think Levante will have a strong comeback today, but because his first game back, he might be a little rusty. You know, I think he'll make some plays, but give me Antoine Winfield Jr. on the tackles. I'm going to have a rare answer here. I'm going to go Zion McCollum over the four and a half because I think that, A, they're going to throw at him a decent amount, so I think he should run into some tackles based on just how they're going to be throwing his way and that sort of stuff. And, B, I think that, um, you know, he is a good run stopper, Zion McCollum, and he's in on special teams a lot. So between those things, I think we see a lot of Zion McCollum tackles today. Interception, J-Lo. Who would you bet on the Bucks to get an interception? Carlton Davis is times eight, so $10 to win 80. Ryan Neal times eight, $10 to win 80. Or Antoine Winfield times 875. I would take that one out of those three. $10 to win 87.50. To me, he has the worst odds, but probably the best chance of getting a pick. You said, you said Winfield you're talking about? Yep. Yeah, I'll take that bet. Nah, I'll take Winfield Jr. Carlton's pretty close. I probably wouldn't mind taking Carlton, but I'll take Winfield Jr. on that one. I want to take Ryan Neal at all, that's for sure. No, he can stay right there on the bench and keep it nice and warm. Over in sacks now, who will get a sack in your mind today? Would you take Shaq Barrett at times 160 to 1 odds, Kalijah Kansi at 180 to 1 odds, or JTS at 200 to 1 odds? I'm gonna go with Shaq Barrett. I think he, I think they're gonna have him go on the right side and take full advantage of a depleted right tackle position at the moment. Give me Shaq Barrett. I'm gonna go with JTS Joe Tryon Shawanka. I think the way they're lining him up lately has been elite. He's been our best pass rusher in terms of overall grading and success rate, winning rate, getting after the quarterback. I think they're gonna line him up over the middle sometimes at that week interior line they're going to line them up on the outside sometimes as neil says dallas all day and remember to like subscribe and turn the notification bell on for this segment as well or for our podcast as well and mike d says golston with a sack i would love if will golston hey. had a sack. i love big will golston man if he gets a sack that'd be awesome um i love it man i just absolutely oh love he's it. a great He's a great human being. I met him a couple times. Very nice guy. And the fan, and he's he's very loved over here in the community. So shout out for that one, man. Exactly. So that was our Bucks bets today. How, who we like, how we like him, and um, odds and ends for all of that fun stuff. J-Lo, before we get to our one big thing, walk off and final word, because we already did injury updates. We did our NFL scores. We did our Bucks bets. We did our playoff scenarios. And, whatnot do you think this is Todd Bowles job on the line do you think if he loses there's any chance that he gets fired heading into next week 
Hissy's been hot most of the season. Even if he were to drop this game, I don't see him getting fired at all. He'll finish the season no matter what, what our record is. Hey, wait, breaking news. Yeah. Mike could watch a game today, ladies and gentlemen. He quit his job to watch a Bucks game today. Yeah. That is awesome. We love that. Our favorite Canadian is out here pulling strings, quitting jobs to watch Bucks football. Yes. Yes. Woo. <laughs> Keep going, though, J-Lo. Sorry. But breaking news, guys. Mike cannot watch a game today. Let's fucking go. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but sorry, that was funny. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, what, I'm sorry. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Tabos. Yeah, both will finish, he'll finish the year no matter what the record is, and then he'll get let go. The Glazers got a strong reputation not firing a coach during the season. I think if they would have lost last week to Carolina, that would have been probably the percentage higher, you know, of him getting fired the next day. But I don't see him getting cut loose until Black Monday or if we make the playoffs, after the playoff. Like I said, Todd Bowles, we've been talking about him this whole time this year. He's a great man, from what I've heard. Never met the guy, but I heard great things about him as a human being. He's just not a head coach material. I feel like he's way in over his head, trying to run a football team. I mean, you know, he's trying to pull up Bruce Arians, you know, letting Canals do his thing in the offense. And then he runs the defense, but he's been making mistakes, man. And sadly, fans are getting irritated. Yeah, the players love him. And he loves Devin White for God knows that's, a, that's his adopted son, in my opinion, at this point. You know, but the thing is, Bowles has got made better decisions. You know, personnel. You know, like if J.J. Russell and Dennis step in and play well with Levante David, keep him on the bench. You cannot play that man. You know, he's just not. He he's pretty much played his way out of Tampa from the, what the great Scott Reynolds said on Peter for a few times. You know, he's played his way out. He's done. But as far as Bowles goes, you know, fortunately, he's just – he's got, he's going to get a defense coordinator job. Someone's going to bring him in to run the defense. You know, I don't think his career is over as coaching, but as far as head coach, it's, it's been said and done, man. And maybe Bowles could bring our guy Mike D on his coaching staff with him wherever he goes as he'll be looking for a, guy, a gig as well. But I, I think Bowles is still, quote, unquote, fighting for his job. Listen, I think if the Bucks end up making the playoffs, they'd have to go on a hell of a run here to end of the year to make the playoffs. That would include probably winning at least three more games. So you're talking about winning four out of your last six at the very least. At the very least, they'd be winning four out of their last six with a playoff appearance. I think Bowles would keep his job. If they lose this week, I still think he keeps his job for the remainder of the year, but I do think he ultimately gets fired at season's end. So... I think Bowles is safe for the year regardless, but I think if they lose today, he's ultimately going to get third prize, J-Lo. Well, and that's where I'm having mixed emotions, you know. If he does make the playoffs, he could use the whole cap issue as his play, and Dave Canales needs another year, you know, to kind of help keep his job. But at the end of the day, you know, the Glazers have fired coaches that made the playoffs. Just happened to Dungy. Fired. Got fired, you know, after making the playoffs and not and losing what three consecutive times? No, twice, twice, my bad. Twelve, two consecutive times in the wild card, you know. And the Glazers are gonna have to listen to the fan base, you know. If you want to sell tickets, you gotta bring a coach who's gonna, you know, make the game interesting. And right now, he's not very loved right now. But 
things could change. You never know. Maybe he'll get something going, and I hope he does. Don't get me wrong. We'll see if Bowles has anything up his sleeve, any tricks left up his sleeve. I think a lot of people are rooting for the man because that means the Bucks would be in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, his back's up against the wall. He has his hands filled a little bit. We're almost at the hour and 15-minute mark, 45 minutes till kickoff as it's moving toward 12, 15 Eastern time. J-Lo, that brings us to our last couple of segments here, brother. What's your one big thing? or your walk-off you're looking for in today's big matchup against the Falcons for the battle of first in the NFC South. Exactly. The battle for the first of the NFC South, and mathematically, if we win, then we are the division leaders again. So, fans, now or never, root hard for your team while you're at home watching TV or while you're at the game. I know there's a couple people in, over in Atlanta represent Go in there and have some positive in it, positive vibes. You know, take last week's last week's win and carry it on, carry it over. You know, Atlanta embarrassed us in Raymond James. Now we go in their their stadium embarrassed them. They're very beatable. Desmond Ritter <coughs> is not a great quarterback. He's terrible. And I'd rather have Baker Mayfield over Desmond Ritter if you ask me. God forbid we had Desmond Ritter on offensive line. Woo! So at the end of the day, <coughs> have faith, Bucks fans. This could be a winning day to get back on the winning track and then move on to Green Bay next week. But in the meantime, you got to take care of business today, fellas. Go in there, play a great football game, mistake free, and show and show these commentators and all these doubters that, you know, we got the talent to win football games. Just got to make better decisions. And that's just it. We got to make better decisions. We got to make smoother moves. And I think that starts today for this Bucks team. I really do. I think the Bucks get something going today. They showed baby steps last week. I think today they show a lot of – ooh, my apologies. They show a lot of steps today. I think the Bucks win this one today, confident in that. I think they stay in battle for playoff contention. And damn it, get your ass on your couch and watch today because today, not saying it is, but if the Bucks do lose, it's probably the last meaningful football game for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the season. So make sure you're rooting loud and proud whether it's from the edge of your seat or whether it's from the Atlanta Falcons stadium, make sure you're on the edge of your seat, ladies and gentlemen. J-Lo, final word, brother, as we uh, get set for kickoff here. I can't wait for this one, man. I'm very excited. I'm excited. <clears throat> can't wait. I'm going to go to the store, get something to make, a little something-something, you know, <clears throat> little 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 game meal in between the game. You know, food's always a good thing to have, when, especially when you have an hard time watching the game. But I'm excited, man. I think this will be a win. I think we'll get a, win a close one, get back on the winning track. And like I said, Chris Godwin, man, go off, baby. G-Baby's going to go off today. My final word is this. If the Bucks win, 12 days of Bucks miss starts today. You guys seen the beginning of the pod. If not, rewind. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo. Allergic to losing, I guess. So we're going to win today. But, yeah, we're giving away great things. J-Lo just showed a flag there. We got mini helmets. We got so much more good stuff to give away. This will be a character win, Mike D says. I agree. If we win, we show character, right? I kept telling my pops all week, we'll see what this team's made of this week. And, um, you know, if we win, we're made of fight. If we lose, we're a bunch of cowards, and it's been a terrible season at that point. But 12 days of Bucks miss. If Bucks win today, although shorthanded without Vita, Jamel Dean, Devin White, and company. 
Look on our Twitter or X tonight at Bucketeers. There will be L-Stock coins, mini helmets, flags, and so much more. Going to be incredible. But on behalf of the goons who couldn't make it today, Bucko, Huncho, Katz, and Stunna, it's been JLo and Tampa Tones bringing you Breakfast with the Bucketeers, your first and uh, foremost pregame show each and every Sunday for the Bucks. We appreciate you guys joining us today. Go Bucks! Fire the damn cannons! 3-2-1, touchdown Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield finds Coquif on a play-action pass, fullback flat, Bucks win, Bucks win, Bucks win, Bucks beat the Falcons. J-Lo, enjoy the game, let's get a win, brother. Yes, sir, go Bucks, baby. Go Bucks! fire the damn cannons. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. The energy, the electricity. That place was rocking anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Bug fans were there, too. Bug. Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron show of WDAE. Pat Donovan. And it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little clear. But we're joined by Pat It looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like we got a little... No, my, my uh, camera's broke. <laughs>